Welcome to TV or GTFO. I'm Sachin Hingu. And I'm Gary Heather. And we are we are at it again. We're we're going back in time. <laughs> yeah, if you include our little uh, mini episode last week, this is episode ten. So uh, yeah, that's something else, huh? It's a milestone. It's the big. Yeah. It's the big uh, double. Di- it's our first double digit episode. Uh, the big yeah. one one zero. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like it's it's been pretty cool. Like I I, I like. I like when, like last time we talked about our mini episode was about Puchinski, a show I had never heard of, and I'm sure a lot of people haven't. But I like coming yeah. back sometimes to talk about um, the sort of more well-known TGIF like night for sure. Yeah, type shows. This like is the, the one from uh, from our intro. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, it's pretty appropriate that we're talking about it now, I guess. But uh, it's uh, Family Matters. Uh, the uh, uh, TGIF kind of mainstay for a long time. Uh, yep, yep. Reginald Vell Johnson as uh, as Carl, and this is actually a mm-hmm. spinoff. As most people probably know, or maybe they don't know, this is a spinoff mm-hmm. um, from Perfect Strangers, another show that we we talked about here on the show. Yeah. So Harriet, the mother on the show, uh, is uh, she was the elevator operator at the newspaper where Larry and Balky end up working. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it was like just kind of like a little random sort of background character. She, I think she continued to appear on both shows for a little while. Like, there might have been some crossover there. Yeah, I think there. I think I read that too. Yeah, no, you're right. There was. Though, uh, as you'll see uh, in the last episode, that is definitely not the same. The same Harriet. Harriet just, uh, yeah, the... I think more than like a lot of other shows, this show is completely different from beginning to end. And I was going to say, so it's two, it was two, so Family Matters ran 215 episodes over nine seasons. And I think it's actually the longest running show that we've done in our 10 episodes of this podcast. Is it? Yeah. Nine seasons. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think it is. I mean, Full House was like 190, it was almost 200 episodes. This is 215 episodes. And as you said, Mm -hmm. I uh, right off the top, I've noticed that the the change from the uh, first episode to the last first episode of this for the season, uh, the series premiere and the series finale is like they're like two different shows entirely. Completely different shows, yeah. yeah. And they they uh, uh, it really shows you which characters were were popular and which weren't. Like I mean, the 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 one iconic character that the one that if you know Family Matters that you know Steve Urkel uh. is. Uh, yeah, uh, like one of the most famous TV characters ever. But uh, he is not even in the first episode of this show. No, and in fact, he's not. And you might not know this, but he was not in the first half of the the entire first season. He only got introduced about halfway through um, the very fir- the very first season, season one. And oh, okay. Maybe it was an attempt to you know sort of inject some sort of craziness or some sort of life into Freshen it this up. show and as we will talk about in the first episode was the blandest most basic <laughs> it show was so dull it was like formulaic <laughs> kind of uh, just nothing to talk about here very much unlike the last the last couple of episodes <laughs> like the last couple of episodes is like a fever dream that was being had by the people in the first episode <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> That's just it. It's such a it's such a difference. And this is it, I'm I'm glad that we're doing this for our tenth episode because I think this I feel like the this uh, particular show epitomizes what we are trying to 
sort of discover on the podcast is that you know yeah, the, the journey between so. the beginning and the end and this is like mm-hmm. the most fucked it's up textbook journey. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah so if you're this far into the show by now and if you haven't uh listened to uh, uh a previous episode what we do is we we uh watch the series premiere and the series finale um of uh of a tv show any tv show uh, and so, uh, yeah, so what we've done here is we watched the, uh, the very, very first episode, the pilot episode of Family Matters, and uh, we watched the, uh, the series finale, the two-part series finale of uh, this show, and it's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> remarkable. Yeah. I mean, right off the top for the, se- for the series um, a premiere, it is it's the credits, and I don't. Rem- I didn't remember this is the, the theme song, and it was. It wasn't. Um, it was what it was. Wonderful World by uh, yeah. Louis Armstrong. And I, I have to be honest. This is the most disappointed slash angriest I've ever been to hear that song. <laughs> I like the theme song to Family Matters. It was. It was. It was a good song, and I don't. I don't know. Was it played in either of these episodes? No, because and I and I I wondered that too. I'm glad you asked that because I I looked into it because after after watching the intro to this first episode and it was a Wonderful World um, by Louis Armstrong. I was like, this was not the theme song, so I looked it up. It definitely and, wasn't. Yeah. And apparently, <laughs> the the iconic theme song that you are referring to was played pretty much throughout the entire run of the series after like um, season uh, the first part of season one. But then, as they mm. got towards the end, they just like got rid of it completely, so that they could have more story. Like they could have, wow. yeah, they just cut it. It was just a, like a <laughs> like a a musical sort of sting, like do 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 do, and that's it. And then they just started it. So so it's funny. Mm-hmm. The iconic things on that we don't uh, that we do remember are aren't in either of these episodes for various yeah. for the different reasons. Yeah. I do think it needs to be in the show, though, because I, I really think you need to hear it. I had to, I went oh, on yeah. YouTube to go and listen to it because I was like, <laughs> like not almost there with with Family Matters, and 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 that was uh, you know like the one thing that was missing. I think we should go out on that at the end of the at the end yeah, of the yeah. podcast at the end of the episode. That's Absolutely. how we should like escape on it. So so yeah. as was, as we were, as you were saying right off the top, wonderful world. This most yeah. basic like. G-rated looking, boring family. It's sort of Full House. It's like Black Full House, basically. It's Black Full House, right? Like it. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even even the way they do the intro, it's just like people. You know, they they're running in a park and they look at the camera and and they're like their name. But I, uh, you know, you know the Adult Swim sketch. Too many cooks. The, that segment? yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> that's exactly, this with before. That's it what goes it, crazy. Well, I mean, that's basically what it was based on, right? Like these yeah. these kinds of TV intros. But uh, yeah, you you almost expect like some axe murderer to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like or like the entire family are murderers, and they they think the other person's a murderer, but really everybody's a murderer, like a secret murderer. <laughs> but everybody's yeah. dressed like they're in some sort of cult from like the nineteen fifties in this mm-hmm. in this first se- in the credit sequence. We're still on the credit sequence because everybody's dressed like that, and throughout the episode. They're wearing these like ankle length, like the clothes are very dresses. strange. Yeah, I mean it's eighty nine, so I mean I guess yeah. people were kind of working some things out. But uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. I guess it was a lot to have like a no. I mean, but I, I'm just saying this. Mm-hmm. This family looks super either religious or very just like I don't know, afraid to express themselves through clothing. Mm-hmm. Unlike, say, like Fresh Prince, who had the most colorful clothes of all time, 
exactly. it was the opposite of that. It's I think there's like the a continuum of of this kind of <laughs> this kind of Ooh. sitcom, and that with like Family Matters and Fresh Prince on like either end of it. <laughs> yes, and maybe that's it. Maybe that's why they exist. They co- they were able to sort of peacefully coexist because they did they did sort of fall on, on that different those different ends of it, right? Like yeah, yeah. None. Neither one felt like it was anything like the other one. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. so jumping jumping right into it, the plot. I mean, the plot. Just like the the intro, the plot is super basic. Um, Carl's mom. So Carl is the the, the patriarch of the family. If yeah. you don't know this, he and Reginald his mom Bell is coming. Johnson. Yeah, Reginald Johnson. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, his his mom is coming to live with them, and of course, he doesn't want his mom to live with him because <laughs> no. she's kind of a jerk or something <laughs> like. It's yeah. such a it's a very basic plot. Um, it's, it epitomizes the most generic plots of like you you know your sitcoms from that sort of time period, right? Like yeah. the, the teenager's name is um, Eddie. Name? Eddie, yes, yeah, and he yeah. Uh, he wants to go out past his curfew. He wants to go past his curfew to go and watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. his, his buddy got a new TV, and he's 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 gonna go out. He's like fifteen, so yeah. okay. He didn't look fifteen to me. I think he was. <laughs> Look closer to like twenty one. He did. No, but, no, no. Yeah. I, I know. I, I actually wrote that down too. He looked like he could like grow like a full beard. He, he was. Yeah. He, he was husky. He was. He was a, yeah. He was an older looking fifteen year old. But it's just like like we said. Like I said, it's just it's very basic characters. Simple premise. Simple setup. Absolutely. Everybody's super yeah. nice. You know what I mean? They were, like, sh- they were throwing a lot of things at the wall. Like I mean, uh, yeah. Grandma comes with uh, Aunt Rachel, and and uh, all these other kids are kind of introduced. Yep. That uh, are nowhere to be found by by the end of this series. No, it was basically like an. I mean, I know we'll talk about it later, but it, it was it was like an empty house compared to, um, towards the end of the series compared to what it was now. Because we had let's just mm-hmm. run it down. You had um, Harriet the mom. You had Carl the dad. Edward the the fifteen year old or whatever. His sister Laura. Laura. Um, um, the grandma was there. Uh, who mm-hmm. else? Then you have Aunt Rachel, and I think she has two kids. Yes, Richie and uh, another girl. I don't, right. I don't know what the uh, the girl's name was. So you might say it was a very full house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's a full house. <laughs> it's a, it's a full it's a full ish house. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like eight people. I I didn't really count, but it was a lot of people. Let's just say, and no no mm-hmm. Urkel, no Steve Urkel at this point. Yeah. Not at this point. Yeah. So. And the laugh track's heavy. Like the laugh track, everybody's mm-hmm. the laugh. The laugh track is activated almost on every sentence that anybody says. Yeah, there, there's not really a lot of like back and forth dialogue. It's pretty much just like a one-liner sort of situation here. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, none of the jokes are like terribly clever. There's a lot of fat jokes about Carl, even yep. though. Uh, uh, I mean, he's not huge. No, he's not. At this point, like, he's... No. Yeah, I guess he's... Yeah, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> it was just so boring. Like I just guy. found it so boring. I, as I was, yeah. It was only 20... It was a 21-minute episode, as, as these are. One episode. I was just like... It was for, it was boring. It was forgettable. They had that plot. Everybody was dressed like they were on Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. Um, like Or they're Amish or something like that. Even And the grandma, which is understandable because she's a grandma, looks like she's... Dressed like she's in a Christmas Carol, like like what's her yeah. name, like uh, Scrooge in a Christmas Carol, holding that candle, like in a full length like outfit all day yeah. and all night, like it, no matter what time of day. 
<laughs> yeah, the whole conflict is that uh, she's uh, she's undermining uh, Harriet and Carl with Eddie. She's like telling him, go, go, go to the party, even though they've told him, not even a party, again. But, nope, uh, not a party. <laughs> Watching TV watch friends. TV. <laughs> uh, grandma tells him to go. And uh, and Carl is is like through the roof about it, and uh, yeah. he uh, uh, he tells uh, he tells her like the little sit down thing at the end is is that uh, he sits down with her and is like, hey, you know, I make the rules, and uh, then he lets her then he lets Eddie go anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He listens. To her. No, what's funny is that it, well, this whatever. all this all takes in place in one day uh, for over the scope of one day because as evidenced by the fact that you know Edward. Uh, the the kid he wants to go to the party that that night right and, and by the and by the, like after a couple of hours Carl is pissed he's just had it he has had it with his mom living there for a few hours like, he's <laughs> done with true. her he wants her out in the yeah. street and even Harriet who's like defending this decision all the way like for for at least a couple scenes like two <laughs> scenes later has turned on her entirely she yeah. like, doesn't even want her want to be in the same room with her. <laughs> no exactly like it, it's just it's all very compressed it's all very, i mean it, it is the first episode obviously like you said they were throwing yeah. stuff out there to see what sticks um mm-hmm. I, and i feel like that pretty much wraps up the 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 plot of the episode right like the whole yeah, they thing. all sit around like they all sit around and sing oh my god at, yes. around a piano it's like yeah that's how the episode ends they all get together and they sing songs it was so like sugary in in the way that like there's no edge to it whatsoever like nothing even full house i think had more than this oh yeah even michelle saying you got it dude was like 10 times more edge than them all just <laughs> yeah. sitting around at the piano singing the, uh, what are they singing oh they're singing uh, the whole he's got the whole world in his hands that's what they're yeah. singing at the end of the episode it's a weird like, thing to sing too but it's uh, okay <laughs> i don't know and the, this episode ends like that with them singing around the piano being a happy family and i feel like if the show continued on that path, that it would have got canceled after that first season. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, there's just nothing to it. It's just an empty vessel, which I guess it ended up being, right? Like, they're just kind of, like, pouring different characters into it, and uh, eventually, like, you, it spits out Urkel, and, and that goes for nine seasons. Yeah. <laughs> like, this basic Mormon-looking family sitting around the dining t- yeah. the dinner table having different <laughs> arguments about, like, who left the cheese out or you know, <laughs> yeah. who's going to do the grocery shop? Like, whatever, right? Like arguments that don't really matter or con- sorry, conflict that's super contrived. It's and just nothing. Lazy. Yeah. Lazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, nothing that should last more than, than five minutes to re- take more than five minutes to resolve. It's, uh... I, I made a note. I wrote that if starting the show like this is like showing the, it's like, it's like watching a show like The Walking Dead, but you're watching it before everybody's zombies. And it's just people like getting ordering coffee at a coffee shop. Because yeah. <laughs> that's Nothing the way it happening. goes. Yeah. <laughs> because that's it. Because that's yeah. what happens. Because, because you can imagine the creators and maybe even the network sitting down with them and saying, okay, look, guys, your show is super boring. Um, yeah. I don't know. What can we do to spice this up? And... The first thing that came to my mind was, have you seen the Key and Peele sketch? I, no, I haven't. Oh, you haven't. Okay, I'm going to send it to you, but I'm going to send it to you. I'll send it to you after this. It's basically, they're reenacting the scene, a scene where, um, uh, well, one of them, Key or Peele, plays the network executive, and the other one plays Reginald Vell Johnson, and he, he comes in, and they start arguing about how Steve is taking over the show, Urkel is taking over the show, this, that, and the other thing. 
I want to play you a line from the show later later in the podcast, but I want you to I do want you to watch it after so you kind of know what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> it's it's great. It's good. It's exactly what what I imagine actually happens, which is that they introduce Urkel or, or sorry, they cast Urkel as the the quirky neighbor to give it some sort of spice and then he instantly takes over the entire show for the rest of the yeah. inti- for the rest of its run because that's got to be yeah. what happens, right? Like <laughs> To to your analogy, I mean it is just like the zombies, right? <laughs> In Written Walking Dead, like as soon as you introduce the zombies, it blows up the whole show. Exactly. <laughs> Other characters are killed off. They're uh, <laughs> Like how do you get nine? You cannot get nine seasons out of Walking Dead before the zombies show up. That's what no, I'm saying. Who, who would watch that? What even is that show? That's like what is that? That's the Hills. That's like watching the Hills. Yeah, which yeah, granted, had a lot of episodes. There's nothing but happening. Nothing. Yeah, it's just it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. It's it's garbage. And it's and this, it was so basic that that I think we're already ready to talk about the finale, right? Like the finale. Yeah. Because uh, there, there's a lot to get into there. So, uh, yeah, okay. that's it for this first <laughs> this first app. Here we go. And so we fast forward nine seasons, 215 episodes later, to the two-part finale. So two 21-minute yeah. episodes of Family Matters. You couldn't you couldn't fit this all into one. It's, no, no. And I, wasn't Perfect Strangers a two-parter finale that we saw? Uh, yeah, the baby. The, uh, that's where they had the baby, right? In the in the uh, hot air balloon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's hanging from his hair. Okay, yeah. So there's a lot in common with the with that finale in this one, actually. Yeah. You know, with him kind of like lost in space or floating, floating around in the air. <laughs> so, so uh, I mean, my recollection of of Family Matters is just nonstop like craziness. One circle was introduced, which is the like there was a character called Stefan, which is really just um, mm-hmm. uh, Steve. So Urkel, normal. Urkel is basically by the end of this show is so he he starts off as the like the quirky next door neighbor, obviously nerdy, like prototypical nerd, um, uh, like super uh, like weird and quirky, kind of gross, and and. He's basically the way they've stretched this out for nine seasons is that they made him into this like super super villain like sci-fi genius that is inventing machines that do whatever the show needs it to do. So to drive the plot so, or the storyline for that week, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like basically, I guess like for for a couple seasons, they he invented a machine that would make him cool, and then it became then it, he was like this cool guy that was the uh, like a normal. Sounding <laughs> like not ridiculous sounding. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Let's just play his voice. I, I'm I'm just gonna play you a clip of his voice, just so you can, because you probably remember how it sounded. But okay, hold sure. on. Here, take a listen. Here. It's a long-standing Urkel tradition to wait three months before consummating the marriage. But Steve. Okay, okay, okay. You talk me out of it. So yeah, I mean, I I play that, and and that's kind of how he sounded, which is really forcibly like irritating. But I actually don't remember it like that. I don't remember him sounding like that. I remember him sounding way more nasally. And maybe puberty had something to do with that. But like it could be, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe or maybe he got late like the character, sorry, the actor just got kind of more complacent as the show went on and didn't have to Well, you can imagine on. like they know the show's going to be canceled by this point and <laughs> yeah. he's been playing this character for nine nine and a half, eight and a half seasons. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd be sick of it too. This character yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that, that's. I mean, that's probably kept that dude in like mansions since, right? Like, 
It's his true. Bread, it's his bread and butter true. still to this day. I, I imagine because <laughs> yeah. it's still in syndication, right? It's still in the states at least. I looked yeah. it up. It's still in active syndication, which means he's just getting yeah. paid. Like he's just betting, making bank, <laughs> making bank. And and it's, yeah. what's funny, what's funny about our, our comment earlier about it being a full house of people, is that now the house is the same house, but it's start like it's empty. There's nobody in it. Mm-hmm. There's a few people in it. The whole first five ten minutes has like just Steve and Laura, and that's it. There's nobody else yeah. in the house. Do they it's own completely the, house? the opposite of the first one, where they're you know they're introducing characters left and right, characters you forgot about, and uh, uh, yeah, they're just not here anymore. There's no Aunt Rachel. None of those. Neither of those two kids made it. Nope. Uh, there's a, who is in it now? Uh, Grandma's gone. Grandma. They they did do a, uh, a storyline where the uh, the grandmother did die. I think when maybe when the actor died. Or, oh okay. Uh, possibly okay. before that. But I do remember them like dealing with that on the show. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't remember that at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. So right off the top, um, like I said, the first scene, it, we're established, it, we've established that Urkel is marrying Laura. They're getting married, okay? Yes, yeah. And that was, was actually kind of shocking to me because I did yeah. not remember that. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I think at this point we were older. So it was, at this point it was what, like 1998? We were kind of older. Maybe we weren't, we, as uh, we were talking about before we started recording, that maybe we were kind of out on a Friday night when this show aired. We didn't really watch it anymore, but I don't remember that at all. Yeah, no, they're getting married, and they're and they're going through their um, their guest list, and they're he's making jokes about his like hick sort of relatives or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very weird. Like the uh, the the his Urkel's parents are nowhere to be found in this episode, despite the events of this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I for some reason remember that was an ongoing joke and i used the term joke like lightly but it was an ongoing sort of thing where his parents were never around and they actually talk about his parents in this episode and he's like yeah they're still in france they're watching a tv show that they like and that's all they say that's all he says about his parents (laughs) like okay all right like that's (laughs) so we're not going to see them at all for you know, despite what happens here. I thought maybe because it was a running joke that maybe they would make an appearance. And a spoiler alert, they don't. But that they would yeah. make an appearance later on. Yeah. But no, Why not? No. Maybe they fly in in like a hot air balloon or they join him in in space because that spo- uh, another spoiler alert, that's where he ends up by the end of this show. <laughs> in outer space. So, <laughs> yeah. So leading to, leading to that point, this army colonel shows up at the door. And... Audience cheers, right? Like the like the the studio audience or the the canned audience, whatever yeah, cheers. Like that that they know who this person is, and I went and checked to yep. see if he was somebody, and he's he's not anybody. He's, no, no, and that's what upset me. I was like, and, and they were like, okay, well, maybe it's some guy I don't know because I don't really know. I don't want to say he's not anybody. I mean, he's an actor who's done. He's got a lot of credits and stuff, but it's not like he was a known actor. No, or anything. no. I, at first, I thought, okay, well, maybe this is a real astronaut. And then they said his name, yeah. and it was Buzz Conrad, which of course, I mean, there was, of course there was Buzz Aldrin, and the, and another one yeah. was named Pete Conrad. So I guess he was supposed to be like an amalgam of, of those two like real astronauts. But like you yeah. said, the actor is just a bit, certainly at the time, was just a bit sort of no-name actor. So who's the audience cheering for? I have no idea. What are you so excited for? It's a guy in an army uniform showing up at the door? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. What is uh, happening? So so they invite him in, and he's in it. We find out he's an astronaut because I had no idea. Yes. <laughs> and oh, 
I mean, come on. The, what are the writers thinking at this point? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 very strange. And so he tells, so he reveals to the audience that Urkel has invented a machine that creates gravity in a non gravity atmosphere. Like yes. again, this is you know like high level physics stuff that this like nerdy guy is doing in in his garage, I suppose. Yep. And uh, yep. Yeah. And uh, so they're they're giving him the opportunity to go into space, even though he's like, I guess, still in college or high school. I don't know how old he is at this point. Yeah, that's a good question yeah. because when they would have met him, they, he probably would have been like a young a young teenager, maybe like. Well, he's the same age as Laura, right? So she looks like she's thirty in the first episode. No, right now she oh, looks now. like she's thirty. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. She, so presumably, so maybe they're out of college. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Know. I mean, maybe they're in their mid twenties, but like. The, the astronaut is all like, yeah, we, we want to test your device, but we need you to come into space with us to test yeah. it. And I was just like, okay. Whatever, that's, fine. That's, it's that's it's a, a, uh, it's like a dumb sitcom setup. Like, <laughs> so dumb. I guess it, it's it's exactly as plausible as like Larry and Balky ending up in that hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're totally right. You're totally yeah, right. And then, but, but, the, but the catch is that he's got to like, train um at nasa for six months obviously to go into space because he's never been into space yeah yeah exactly so they're gonna uh, uh so he's gonna miss their wedding and stuff so right but then but he's like no i'm not going to space i gotta get married in two months that that country that, uh, that doesn't work out and then of course laura's like yeah dude you're not gonna get a chance to go to space again so go to space. And what the, my favorite part about this next part is that you'd think they would use uh, a little bit of like um, airtime to show a montage of him training. Sure. But no, it's fast forwarded <laughs> instantly to six months later. It's entirely off screen. <laughs> it yeah. was instant. I Maybe mean, it was a commercial break or something in the original area. Yeah. But it was like you six months You can find any later. time for this, but maybe not. I mean, this is a two... A two-part episode with, yeah. you know, there's there's a full B-plot here, which we're going to get into now. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Where Eddie has just graduated from the police academy. Yeah. Little Eddie, who couldn't even go out and uh, watch TV at 10 o'clock. <laughs> is, is now, now uh, going to be a who, who you thought looked like an adult went like nine years prior but now straight yeah. up looks like he should be having a mortgage and like a wife and two yeah. kids like yeah just graduated fresh out of out of police academy probably like 19 yeah, or something. yeah. <laughs> and he, he does he looks like a full like a full-fledged adult i don't know full adult and I, i'm i'm actually interested that they did choose to like use him not use him but use anything as a b-plot at this point Especially because, mm. you know, Urkel kind of ran the show by this time, right? But you know what? Mm. Thanks for this B-plot, because this B-plot was good. I, I was, liked it. I did. It had a... Sh- it, well, I don't want to give it away, but well, where it's going, but... Uh, spo- no spoilers. Uh, yeah. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. Sh- no spoilers. the show from, from 20 years ago, but no. It, yeah, so like you said, he graduates hey, from I police academy. I, I watched the show, and I didn't remember any of this. No. I didn't remember one bit of this. Mm-mm. No, I didn't at all. Not going to space, not the police, none of this. It's <laughs> brand new. Okay, so so Eddie, Eddie is like getting ready. Is he getting ready or he's coming home for his police graduation? He's done. His, uh, he's done. He's done. From the police he's just Academy. graduated, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the first thing you notice is uh, there's a brand new Harriet. Yeah, much, much like Fresh Prince, they replaced yeah. the mom. And I read about it and it was... 
And the original Harriet stayed right up until like the middle or something, or the beginning of the of the, yeah, of the, the final season. Like she stayed. This Harriet is only in it for ten episodes. Okay, see, there you go. And and I don't know why they just replaced her because for whatever reason because the, the actress left. And new Harriet has concerns about her son joining the police force, even though her husband has been a police uh, <laughs> for, officer yeah. for decades. Like, yeah. So she knows that, like... And she's uh, somehow, like, triggered to this, but when he's telling... Carl gives Eddie a heart-to-heart. Oh, my God, yes. About... <laughs> what fucked-up craziness is this? I love it. I love it. He gives her, yeah, he's, he's giving his... He, so he, he, go on, go on. You gotta tell. This is funny. So he's, like... He tells he tells Eddie uh, uh, that he's got something for him. And he brings down what what would you expect him to bring down? Like maybe his old badge, yeah, or like a plaque, like a medal of honor, maybe, yeah, something like that. Yeah, belt. no, he brings down his bulletproof vest, <laughs> and, and and Eddie's like, "What? Your, your bulletproof vest?" And it's his lucky bulletproof vest. It's his because, lucky vest. Yeah, yeah, because he got shot. Uh, in that vest. You got and, shot in that vest and there's still a bullet hole in it, which I'm pretty sure means you can't wear that vest anymore for protection. <laughs> I think once once a bulletproof vest is compromised, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to wear that again. No, ex- exactly. <laughs> like, and, and, and Eddie even says, like, yeah, I think the department will give me a bulletproof vest. And he's like, no, no, no. This is my lucky vest. No, no. We're, we're this... T- we're this thirty-year-old vest. <laughs> this degraded, probably like early old model vest that that, yeah. that he's been keeping specifically for this it's, day. Probably it's forty. Oh. It's forty pounds. <laughs> you know what it's like, and I wrote this down later on uh, because plot, and we won't. I won't ruin it right now. But plot turns take a twist later on, and I made a note mm-hmm. later to talk about it. But what I wrote, and I want to say it now, is that <laughs> it's not his. I, 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 I kind of feel like if a seatbelt saves my life, I don't think it's my lucky seatbelt. Or no, if, if I'm it's using just a what parachute, it's supposed to do. It's not my yeah. lucky parachute. It, it prevents me from dying because that's what it's designed to do. But he's actively endangering his son's life by giving him his old-ass, bulletproof, used vest. <laughs> it's like, ha, look, at being a cop in Chicago is super fun. You get shot yeah. all the time. Like, no, it, yeah, it, and, the, and the story he tells about how he's being shot, like he's just like he stops the guy for a ticket, and and the guy like thought that he was made because he was like a murderer or something, and just randomly shot a cop. And it's like you know maybe Harriet's kind of justified in not wanting her kid to be a Chicago cop specifically, right? She's so she's creeping at the door at this point, listening to the mm-hmm. story that she probably already knows. But how did she not know it? Like we've <laughs> known Carl for nine seasons. Exactly. Like how I, how many years what? is that in Harriet time? Like that's, you know, years and years they've been married. He's had this vest sitting there. It's his lucky vest, like sitting in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Under the pillow or like in, in the nightstand or something, wherever. Or hanging in the closet. Yeah. She's going to see it hanging in the closet. It's basically a constant reminder how, of how her husband got shot while on It's duty. not a lucky shirt. You're going to notice a bulletproof vest. It's big. It's in big. your closet. <laughs> it's yeah. sizable. So he gives, so yeah, so he gives it to her, and then uh oh, Harriet's got reservation. New Harriet has reservations wah, wah. about her son being a cop, even though he's it, it already turns out, gone yeah, through she's, school. Yeah, he's been he's gone all the way through police academy. Husband <laughs> is a cop, and she's just like, 
maybe being a cop is dangerous. <laughs> she she now is starting she, to clue. She realizes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it, where that goes eventually is pretty hilarious. But we, we will get to we will get to that for sure. Yeah. So, but we're back to uh, the stars of the show, Urkel and Laura, who, which is unquestionably the a plot. When he comes back after seeing not seeing his fiance for six months, uh, right. Um, what happens? He comes in. Um, Laura jumps into his arms. Yes. Yeah. 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 She she grabs him away um, from from everybody. Uh, she hasn't seen him in six months, mm-hmm. but she's like legit worried about him going into space. And I was thinking to myself, it's fucking it's Steve Urkel. Like how many harebrained death like <laughs> close to death schemes has he cooked up in nine years? It's true. If you're Laura, right? Like right. he's had these so many every one of these like weird inventions and dumb schemes has ended in disaster, right? Yes, but yep. going into space, like I think the stakes are a little higher for disaster. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, no, you're like, right. When you when you consider what actually what actually happens, here. which we will get into in detail because yeah. it is messed up, and I have so many complaints and nitpicks about that. But he has we haven't, he hasn't even gotten into the space shuttle yet. So he hasn't. Yeah, no. Um, but but then we go back to the B plot um, with uh, the police commissioner and his wife are over at the house, and Harriet is like addressing her concerns with the wife about how she's worried yeah. about Edward and blah, blah, blah. It's a weak mm-hmm. B-plot. At this point, it's pretty weak. It's like, all right, yeah, yeah you're concerned. Why are they even over at these people's house? Um, I like where they took it, though. What's Again, that? Like, it just, yeah, like, it, it starts off in kind of a mundane way, but uh, yeah. I like, it. They, they put something in there that was kind of, I don't know, I don't think <clears> they <throat> needed to do that, if, if your family matters, but it was like a... Let's talk about, let's just wrap up the B plot now and go through it and then we can like really focus on the the important sure a plot yeah okay yeah because this is a natural part of a break in the steve plot so yeah because uh, these plots aren't connected in any way shape or form no they're <laughs> entirely separated yeah it, it's almost like yeah. the B plot of this sh- this episode was what family matters would have been if urkel would didn't exist yeah shit yeah. yeah, that's true. Like, they, if you take yeah. the Urkel plot out yeah. entirely, like, this this would be... It would still be, like, a pretty decent <laughs> series finale for Family Matters. I would think so. So, so she like we said, she complains to the wife. The wife says something to the commissioner and gets Edward reassigned uh, to Meter Maid. Because yeah, that's apparently like a, a thing. He, yeah, he's, like, putting boots on cars, things yep. like that. Uh, like, the least dangerous job, it would appear, than that... Uh, that uh, you could have, right? Pretty so, much. Uh, you would expect in, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but then he, so he's busted down to Meter Maid. Um, he's super pissed about it. Like, mm-hmm. he, he, what, I also think there's kind of some entitlement there yeah. with, uh, you know, like you expect to be out with your, on your first day as a cop, like out on the street with your, like, gun drawn. <laughs> at... <laughs> No, no, you're right. No, you're totally right. He, and I didn't know, maybe it's just because the city of Toronto, I mean, those are different sort of entities, right? Like parking yeah. enforcement and, and like municipal police. But mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't have thought a municipal, like an actual trained officer could be busted down to meter maid just because of the whim of, of <laughs> some commissioner or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so, so Eddie's giving, so basically this wraps up pretty easily. He's giving out a ticket yeah. and then a perp. Uh, with yeah. a gun is robbing a pawn shop and starts shooting, yeah. right? Like, yeah, there's like a pretty good shootout here, and I think that's I like, like that kind of saves this a little bit. Like, it's a, it's like a big dramatic scene for for family matters, like a shootout. Yep, he gets shot in his lucky vest. 
Mm-hmm. Edward gets shot. Of course, he gets shot. His for his like first week out as, yeah. uh, as the meter maid. Yeah, and the re- and the conclusion from that is that the family should support him being a cop. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. See, that's what's see. See how long that took us to, to to sort of sum up. That was like nothing, and that's literally what happened. And that is, I think, that is what would have happened had Urkel not existed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and that, it's so ba- it, it went from yeah. basic to basic. It was just still basic problems for basic people. Like, it just it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that interesting at all. Which is why we have to get back to talking about the interesting plot. Yes, the, the, I think the so. Plot. Yeah, because uh, Steve is Steve is heading into space. Yes, so he's in the shuttle. Uh, yeah. He gets in the shuttle. Everyone's watching on TV, and they pause the countdown of the shuttle launch because there's a stowaway on the shuttle, and it's some it's some chick. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that? Did when you first saw it when you watched it just now? Did you know who that that girl was? I had no idea who that was. Right, not the slightest clue. So I kind of remember her as being a girl that was obsessed with Steve, who was also kind of nerdy, kind of kind of crazy, and she was obsessed with Urkel and was in love with him. But he didn't want to have anything to do with her or something like that. How, how did she bypass they, security? Now that it, now that you mention it, I think she was uh, she was like uh, a girl that he dated for part of the series, and oh. she was like a smart. She was obsessed with him and everything, and she was like kind of like also like a science nerd kind of girl or something, or she had like a fetish, a weird like nerd fetish, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She was probably representative of like a, a certain segment of the the viewing audience that had those same sort of feelings towards him. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just imagining. I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope not, but I mean, there probably was. <laughs> it's disturbing. It's disturbing. Hey, yeah. no, no, don't forget my. My carrot top theory, Statue. Yep, it, yep, that's right. There's it, something for yep. everybody. There's somebody that likes everybody. But no, anyways, so they, they stop, they, they pause the countdown so they can remove this uh, woman who has, like, bypassed untold amounts of security to hide in, a like, a, a, a con- behind a control <laughs> panel on this <Yeah>. spaceship, <laughs> this yeah. rocket ship, like, so, and then they remove <laughs> her and they restart the countdown. Everything's fine. Ah, that's the joke, right? Yeah. Like, because that would happen. Yeah. <laughs> you find a stowaway on the ship. They have some massive security breach, and you're just like, yeah, yeah. We're Whatever. all here anyway. Just, We're all good now. Let's, let's just take on the ship. Yeah. And then as the, even as they're doing the countdown, Urkel is like, in a fully like Urkel-like scenario, he accidentally sneezes and launches the shuttle early. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Doesn't make any that's, sense. You know, <laughs> that's why I think Laura's uh, like fear of what is going to happen here, like completely justified. <laughs> the fact that he even made it off the launch pad without like a full like Challenger rocket situation <laughs> oh is God. pretty remarkable. Well, it's funny that you say that because everybody's watching like the family, and when I say family, like the four people that are still left in the family, yeah, are, are watching it on TV. Everybody cheers, and I was thinking. If Carl was probably actually really like Carl, the um, original, the the actual actor was probably cheering like at the thought, the genuine thought of Urkel being launched directly into the sun. Finally, we've <laughs> finally we've gotten rid of him. <laughs> he was he was channeling his inner sort of like joy or satisfaction, feeling of satisfaction. So mm. yeah, he he gets launched into space. Um, he's floating around. They're in space. He's floating around the shuttle, being super annoying. Like, I feel like the astronauts shouldn't 
like wouldn't normally put up with that shit. I feel like just being really like nice to him for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. Just cut off his oxygen for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like these guys, these astronauts train for like pretty much all of their adult life to get to where they are, right? Yeah. And some fucking annoying kid gets a, a free, basically a free ticket to outer a space. free ride, to like, yeah. Yeah, to off be like in space. a couple months of training, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just goofing yeah. off like up there. It's literally, what, and what I like about it is they the, 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 the pretense for bringing him up was so that he could operate his anti-gravity device but when he yeah. does it it requires two button presses and a turn of a dial yeah there's nothing there's nothing to do here no there's Any no reason why astronauts. anybody could have done couldn't have done this one of the astronauts could have done it it could have been integrated into their into their control <laughs> yeah. panel like anything <laughs> two buttons yeah but you know it had to be contrived because you know they had to bring only dumbass. urkel can do it yeah exactly yeah. they bring idiot into space yeah and, Totally makes sense to like put, put this whole like liability to the space program on the shuttle to do that. But so yeah. I, I question the science of what happens next, and maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so <laughs> again, to go back to the uh, what was going on in that hot air balloon in, in Perfect Strangers, like you, you just can't ask. I think it's uh, so. The show expects us to believe that because he turned on his his anti gravity machine that it attracts a satellite that's nowhere near them to come hurtling mm-hmm. towards the rocket ship. And I say, and I, and I question the science of the strength of something that could generate its own gravity that would go f- much, much further than beyond the sort of confines of the ship to a point mm-hmm. where, like, because if, if it was really heavy... How can even operate it inside the ship? That's what I mean. If, if, if you're doing, like, normal gravity in the ship and it was that strong... They would all be just pressed to the floor, or they would pass out, or something like that. Like, as I said, Saturn, maybe I should not be questioning the science of this. <laughs> I don't damn think show. I don't think you can. I think you know, <laughs> it's it's weird that they use gravity and not something like a like a strong magnet or something like that. At least then there, it would be plausibly not bringing you know rocks or or anything else <laughs> into into collision with them, but. Uh, yeah, you're right. Like, if there was a magnet that he accidentally hit a switch or something like that, that would be more plausible of a reason for a satellite to come hurtling towards the, sh- the shuttle, right? Yeah. Like, I think it would be. Any- anything else would be. But they were so... I, maybe this is because it was the end of the series. They were super lazy or whatever. They just decided to forego any sort of logic or, like, scientific sort of backing or anything like that whatsoever. Well, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. they went with the gravity, the gravity idea because... They didn't want to like have shoot scenes with Urkel in anti gravity for the entire episode. Mm. <laughs> maybe <laughs> just maybe. like that laziness. Like it was just too much wire work. Like there's a little bit at the end, and then and that and that was about it. And at the beginning when he first gets on the ship, and then and that's about it. Other than having them like float around for the entire time. Right. No, you probably no. Yeah, it's maybe to save on money as well. Like save on a budget. Yeah. <laughs> of of wire work and then wire <laughs> removal from the shots because yeah. I was watching they blew all their money on the shootout <laughs> with like blanks and stuff and an exterior scene <laughs> on the B plot you know yeah. I bet, <laughs> I, you know and then what happens next we're reaching the end of of the first of the two episodes um, of this finale and you watched the same version because you sent me the MP4 yeah. of this so mm-hmm. you saw the same thing as me and what I saw was I'm gonna play it and it won't make much sense without you know, the, the visuals, but I'm going to, so I'm going to kind of talk about it first and you probably noticed it. So basically 
I, with a lot of shows then and even now, you know, you have a cliffhanger uh, scene before the next episode, right? Like, you're like, right. oh, is this person going to fall off the cliff? Or, oh, is this satellite going to smash into the ship and have it explode? Or what's going to happen? I have no idea. And when they end the yeah. episode with, with a shot, the very last shot is of satellite hurtling towards the ship. And two right. seconds later... They're like, next time on Family Matters. (laughs) And they show the satellite bouncing off of it and the ship spinning. And they basically run down like the basic plot points of the final episode in the the teaser for that episode. Way too much of it away. And I was like, well, now I don't need to watch the second part. Like, I mean, your big, it cuts the legs off your, your big cliffhanger right away. Like two seconds after you, after you introduce it. It was so, and I was trying to think. Well, maybe there was a commercial break between, you know, when it actually aired or whatever. But even still, you're still going to watch it, like, and you're still going to see it, and you're going to be like, oh wow. And and back then, it, it you you would have had to have waited a week for the next episode, right? Like they would have mm. they would have most likely, at least in its original airing, aired it a week apart. So you're basically having the show ruined uh, for you for the following. Like it's just. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense why they would do that. It really pissed me off that they would even do that. But it was also kind of funny. Like, I thought it was kind of funny. But that takes us right into episode two. Because, uh, spoiler, they spoiled episode two. So let's just go right into episode two. Yeah. So, like, within one second of the episode, the, the satellite hits the uh, the ship and the ship goes spinning off course. This is all done in, like, kind of, like, middling CG. It's uh, it's not bad, I guess. Not It's not awful it no, was like 97 you could you could do a yeah. spaceship i mean the spaceship was like the first thing they figured out how to do so it looks like, like a cg from like a bad like a video game actually yeah yeah like an old video game from the- <laughs> yeah maybe a ps2 game yeah like a yeah. ps1 maybe <laughs> yeah and the ship is so the ship it's um, 97 so that's about right for P- yeah yeah i would say so like the ship the ship hits or the satellite hits the ship and the ship is like they, it looks like they had like a bit of time to move out of the way, but they just don't move out of the way. Like, yeah, they, they just thrusters. the ship is just sitting there. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, oh, brace for impact, and they're bracing for a little while. <laughs> they're not moving. <laughs> they don't care. So they get hit, yeah. and then the ship starts spinning on like its axis. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, realistically though, they're weightless in space, so it should really have no effect on them on the inside of the shuttle. And they sort of show that it doesn't. Just turn but, the engine on. <laughs> They do nothing. Fly away. <laughs> they, they do nothing. They do nothing. Yeah. And one of the trained, as they're spinning after the satellite hits, one of the the trained astronauts bumps his head like inexplicably. <laughs> yeah. And passes out. There's no reason yeah. he's not flying around. It's it's outer space, so they're they're still right. Like mm-hmm. he and he passes out, and then the second astronaut goes up to to check on him, and then bumps into him, and they both pass out. It was the weakest. <laughs> Shit. So dumb. I've ever seen. It was so weak. It yeah. was so poorly contrived. Like, and then, uh oh, Steve's in charge of the ship now. Steve's <laughs> in charge of the ship, so he's like Sandra Bullock in Gravity now. And, yes, he uh, is. Yep. Uh, uh, he's communicating with Mission Control, who is like giving him instructions, and it, Mission Control is giving him also a whole lot of sass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like they just don't. Yeah. I noticed that too, and they, they're like, oh. There's 30, uh, yeah, we got to stabilize the ship, but there's 3,600 steps to do that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. no, that can't be right. 3,600 well, steps, on. come on now. Like, maybe maybe 50 or something, maybe. Like, 
<laughs> and yeah. then, then they just fast forward to some time later, and the and the ship is perfectly stabilized. That's it. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> he somehow did it. Thirty six hundred <laughs> steps. Yeah. And and what's what's kind of crazy is the, the the astronauts are still passed out, um, and they're floating behind Steve. And the way they frame the shot, you don't see the top half of the astronauts, so it looks mm. like they're like. They're hanging from like a noose. <laughs> I didn't notice that, but uh, I'm glad you didn't because that was disturbing. <laughs> it was like I was like, oh man, that's just a bad, that's just bad framing. Like I get it, they're supposed to be floating, but they're they literally look like they're hanging because that's the way they've set up the shot. It was very disturbing. It was upsetting. I didn't like it. I think I like that narrative that he's like. <laughs> He didn't actually, they didn't knock themselves out like it was Steve murdered them so that he could like be the only astronaut on the ship. <laughs> you know, that's actually plausible. I could see that, ha- that's yeah. that happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, what happens next? Uh, oh yeah, back on Earth. We're, we're back on Earth and they're, they're all worried. Laura's worried about Steve. Yeah, everybody's worried sitting around the TV. Still, Steve's parents are nowhere. Nope. They, they nope. don't address them. They don't even acknowledge them. They, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't. Like I feel like, I feel like you know on the show Home Improvement how Wilson you never really see his face. I feel like yeah. maybe they, that could have been a situation where you only see maybe the backs of their heads as they're watching TV or like mm-hmm. their hands or you know what I mean or something kind of. I think int- you should acknowledge that they are you know aware of the situation. Yeah, and, uh, and they would be even if you're in France, you're going to hear about an astronaut lost in space, right? And you're going to hopefully be interested if it's your son. Like, basically, the show is driving home so hard that his parents are so disinterested in him that they don't even care that A, he's in <laughs> that space. He, that B, he went that to space. <laughs> and that he B, he might die in space. Like, yeah. they, have no, they have no care no about No interest. Whatsoever. No interest. No. What were they doing? They were watching TV, too. And they, Yeah, exactly. They and they did show. say they were watching TV earlier, too. That's, that's just terrible. Like, um... Yeah, but so so then back back in space, what? Uh, hold on a sec here. What happens next? Somebody has to go outside the ship. So of course, rather than anybody else, it's Urkel that has to go outside the ship. They're all worried on the ground, and then back in space, the astronauts come to. One of them has like a broken arm. Yeah. Um, but there's something wrong with the ship. Yeah, and uh, somebody has to go outside the ship. So, of course, mm-hmm. rather than anybody else, it's Urkel that has to go outside the ship. You know, presumably he's, like, <laughs> I, he's gone, we, we talked before, we mentioned before how he's gone through, like, six months, supposedly six months of intensive NASA training, right? Yeah. But, but like... <laughs> So he should be trained at least somewhat in like spacewalking. He's got a spacewalk, obviously, to to fix something on the outside of uh, mm-hmm. of the ship or whatever, right? Like, but he has no idea like what he's doing. He he is like, oh, well, I guess I got to do it. No clue. <laughs> Not a clue at all. And still, NASA is like cracking jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't care. They don't care at all. No, 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 no. Um, so, so he's. Uh, oh no, sorry. Then, then her name was Myra. The, remember the we talked about the girl that stowed away. Myra or her, Maya? Myra. 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 Yeah. I that think sounds Myra. right. Yeah. And then so she comes into um, the the family matters house, and right, yeah. as they're watching, and so she's yeah she's the Steve stalker. Um, and the and, but regardless of that, the the family welcome her in like oh it's okay come on in whatever whatever oh oh um, you and then and then her picture appears on the news because she called the news claiming to be Steve's fiance. Yeah. 
<laughs> Some sort of fame whore. <laughs> like, Amazing. And they're all fine with it, eventually. Yeah. yeah. They're all cool with it. Yeah, I don't care. And then, and so yeah. Steve is on a spacewalk. He, he's approaching the satellite. Yeah. He gets the satellite. But, of course, he fucks up. He didn't attach his tether to the ship, which I think is a pretty <laughs> basic thing to have That's- done. That's not the first, the very first thing you do when you walk outside. Like, you lost track of time. You found something else to do before you did that. Yeah, like, you and I have zero months of, of NASA training. Between <laughs> zero. Us. Zero Between, between sure. two of us, we have zero yeah. months. And we yeah. know, and maybe that's from watching, like, <laughs> movies on space, and, or, you know what I mean, on space travel. But you basic, would imagine. Basic survival instinct. Yeah. If, I'm, if I walk out of anything into space, I would like to be tethered to whatever I walked out of. <laughs> I don't care how you do it. Because you want to come back. You want to come back and you want to not <laughs> float do. into the sun. Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's, that's fine. That's, call it call it an instinct, right? And, right. And uh, yeah, a basic basic, basic preservation. An instinct for survival. Yeah, self self preservation. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So so they um so so he's floating out towards the sun. Which, sorry, which I presume is towards the sun. I'm saying that, not the show. <laughs> sure. So he's floating towards the sun. I think this is going right. to have an interesting sort of ending. And then the the astronauts, the trained astronauts on the ship decide or have the great idea to turn up the machine to draw the satellite back towards the ship okay Mm -hmm. see that makes sense that they would they would do that it worked before why wouldn't it work now but they Mm -hmm. turn it up so bad they're so poor at turning turning a simple dial (laughs) they break the damn machine I guess this justifies why they brought him in the first place right? because they can't turn a damn dial these idiots couldn't even do that yeah They couldn't. They could not even turn a dial. So, so they break the machine. Oh well, you know he's still yeah. floating towards the sun. And then, I mean, yeah. what, what happens next? Oh, oh so they uh, NASA uh, NASA is of no help. Nope. And and Steve's like, hey, I can rewire the thrusters on the on the satellite to shoot me back over there. And then. And that's what happens. Yeah. So he hotwires the satellite somehow. He hotwires it and controls the thrusters on the satellite and shoots him very improbably back towards the ship. Yeah. And it's very poor. Like he's flying towards the ship, and then he re- the ship, and then he ridiculously lands on the ship, and everyone cheers. Yeah. Like everybody cheers. The audience cheered. The family cheered. NASA uh, control yeah. cheers. Everybody cheers. I'm actually kind of curious how many like in space plot points this uh, this movie shares with The Martian, <laughs> the Matt Damon movie. I don't know if you've seen it. It's I'm pretty sure that some of these things are kind of like scene for scene. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's extremely plausible that The Martian ripped off this this, this well, series finale of the Family Matters. <laughs> well, The Martian was based on a book, right? Right. Was, yeah. But I got to imagine the book was written after. Uh, oh, it definitely was. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Nope. The author <laughs> yeah. of The Martian this, and therefore the movie ripped ripped off Family Matters. Yeah. The Understood. author was possibly a writer on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, and that's it. I mean, we're back on Earth. Steve is a hero. Family makes him yeah. a cake because he survived space. Um, his family made him a cake, but his parents are not there. Nope. I need to reiterate this fact that his parents are not. Why didn't they just make his parents dead at this point? Because they're 
you know, they didn't come for him launched into space, lost in space, or returning from space. And they don't address it. They don't acknowledge it. Yeah. They nothing happens post credits. Like that's it. They, they they he sees Laura. They 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 kiss. Whoop whoop. They kiss. That's their mm-hmm. thing is kissing. Oh they god! Do. The last line of this show. Mm. Fucking vomit. What I forget You'll, what it says. Hold on. Oh, he's she's like. Uh, oh, promise me. Promise me you'll never go into space, go into outer space again. And he goes, only when we kiss. And I'm just like, on so many levels, I'm repulsed. <laughs> okay, I gotta play that thinking, line then. <laughs> thinking, thinking about them kissing. The actual writing of that line, how it doesn't make any sense. It's, and, and the delivery, the delivery of the line. Three levels on which I am repulsed by that, that single line of dialogue. <laughs> okay, here it is. Here, here's your least favorite line. Here it is. Like in a welcome home case? On one condition. Well, what's that? That you'll never go into outer space again. Only when we kiss, Larley. Only when we kiss. All right, so, I mean... And and that wraps it up. The show ends forever. That is, don't... That's the last line of the series, of nine seasons of this, mm. of this show. I have to say, I'm... I watched a lot of this show yeah. growing up, like Me too. a good amount of this show. Yeah, it was in that I. it was it was in that TGIF block with with Full House and Perfect Strangers. Yeah, and Step by Step, and uh, uh, it was like it was probably it was probably the most popular part of it. I think it was it went the longest, right? So it did. Yep, of all the so shows, it was we've kind seen. of like the the you know cornerstone of that lineup, and it's just I I didn't remember how like shit this just is some of this stuff was but uh yeah it has not held up at all maybe, maybe yeah no i don't think it has either maybe this is just an example of where the first and the last episodes were the shittiest episodes of this it's show. true like and that fine. definitely like, seems to be a trend <laughs> yeah it does actually <laughs> which is fine okay, that, that's choice. it that's what shows over. Yeah, ten episodes. So we figured it out. Just all shit. Just all shit. We we middle we miss all the either great or shitty, boring like yeah. middle of all yeah. these shows. But like, yeah, it's fun. And the bulk of the bulk of which is what we remember from the show. Like the the probably the very very middle, like season four or five, is uh, is you know like peak family matters is is what. You know the part of the show that you remember with the cast that you remember, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah. by the last episode, you know they've swapped out fucking actors, they've added characters, taken some away. It's uh, it's uh, a completely different show. It's like the dregs of the show. It's like the mm-hmm. it's like the leftovers of the show. It's, yeah. it's, 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 I mean, it's, they might as well have just called it the Steve Urkel show at that point. Uh, at this like point, yeah. They, uh, well, yeah. I, and I think this is a perfect point to play this uh, Key and Peele sketch. Uh, yeah. Okay, here, take a listen. Now, last week, Steve used his transformation machine to turn Carl into a car and drive him around the Monaco Grand Prix. Come on! How many times are we going to use this transformation machine? This was supposed to be a blue-collar Cosby show. Now you turn it into goddamn Quantum Leap? Who writes this shit? I I couldn't tell you even if I wanted to, okay? Maybe we got like 21 writers up there, okay? You know what I'm saying, Reginald? But you and I both know that they don't decide what happens in the show, okay? We both know who decides what happens in the show. (laughs) Two weeks ago, Steve Urkel used his invisibility Ray on Carl, and I wasn't even in the goddamn episode. It was just my voice. Yes, I know, I know, Reg, and I'm sorry. I fucking apologize. It'll never happen again. Then Steve used his voice changing Ray to turn Carl into a high pitched 
nerdy voice. Who do you think provided the voice for that? Don't get too feisty on me now, Reg. Let's not go down that path, okay? Oh, oh, we're going down that path, Gene. In a couple of weeks, Harriet, Eddie, Laura, Grandma, Aunt Rachel, Little Richie, and the other little kid are gonna get teleported to another dimension. And then Steve injects Carl with his own DNA, so Carl turns into another Steve Urkel. That's two Steve Urkels and no family on a show called Family Matters. How the fuck does that work? Listen, listen, Reg, I don't have to tell you. Urkel mania is unstoppable. Family That's Matters. For family Matters, yeah, this is, this is something else. All right, so this has yeah. been uh, our 10th episode of tv or gtfo i am yep. gary heather and i am sachin hingu and join us next time for another show we don't know what it's going to be but it's going to be yeah. awesome it'll be something and, and uh, uh, here is the uh the theme song for family matters that was played in neither of these episodes <laughs> yeah the the <laughs> legit theme song one of the better one of the better yeah. memories of this show for me On the newspaper page And love and tradition Of the grand design Some people say It's even harder to find Well then there must be Some magic clue Inside these gentle walls Cause all I see Is a tower of dreams Real love bursting out of every scene It's the bigger GTFO.